are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, we're going to be going way back two weeks ago, and we're going to give you our Survivor Series thoughts. We're going to be talking about Roman Reigns' Grand Slam victory, uh, what's going on in the women's division with the invasion, uh, Finn Balor, Kane, Daniel Bryan, Mojo Raleigh, Broken Matt, and a lot more tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Healy D. D. Williams. (laughs) (laughs) He fucked it up. Healy D. Williams. To my right, as always, we have two beers. Zach Bowman. What's going on, Zach? I thought you were going to go for Healy Dan. That was my first concert. Oh, shoot. That would have been good, too. Thanks a lot, Vice. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Booty Heels. Just getting over this code that Triple H gave me right around the uh, Survivor Series uh, pay-per-view. I'm going to blame him for uh, me going down, but I'm back up and I'm ready to go. Wait, you need to so not you gotta, make out with Triple H. Yeah, you got a cold from Triple H for going down? What exactly <sighs> happened between you and Triple H? Well, he decided to hijack the uh, the pay-per-view on two Sundays ago, and from that point, you know, I got You know sick. what? We'll get into this. We'll get into this. We are yeah. coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri, with engineer Sam the Mauler Mall it's on the, the turning the knobs tonight. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get to tonight, guys. We missed last week. Happy holidays, everybody. Hope happy everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday, Jason. I think we missed your birthday since the last time we've been on. Yes. yes. What are you, 78? 79, thank you. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, before we get too far, we'll say that tonight's episode is brought to you by Soul Taco. Soul Taco, delicious. Korean-Mexican fusion food. Uh, they got spot. They got two food trucks driving around St. Louis. They got a spot in U-City Loop, Columbia, Missouri, Chesterfield, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois. Guys, seriously, if you haven't tried it yet, I can't emphasize it enough that you have to go get yourself some Soul Taco. Make a trip. Make an extra 20 minutes out of your way if that's what it takes because they're spicy pork tacos, burritos, quesadillas, everything, man. And the steak's also good. The chicken is also good. I recommend the spicy pork, though. That's just me. So go get yourself some Soul Taco. Tell them that you're a friend of the show because they're a friend of the show and they're a sponsor of the show. And uh, we love it when you sponsor the people that sponsor us. So go get yourself some Soul Taco. So uh, there's going to be a little change of pace tonight, guys. Uh, tonight's going to be a, I've been I've watched... Uh, 21 episodes of The Leftovers in the last two and a half weeks. Oh, so shit. tonight's going to be a complete Leftovers podcast. We're only going to talk about The Leftovers. Okay. You, guys, you guys cool with that? <laughs> I've, I've done something similar and I've only read Cormac McCarthy for the last couple weeks and uh, I'm about as bummed out as possible. So I've been Well, you know what? The Leftovers is kind of a bummer too, so we'll just go to wrestling. Uh, so right. without Stick further ado, let's, let's do our three count. JCB, what's the one count? I know you're fired up about it. <laughs> yeah, I, was there, I was there with you. 
when it happened, I know you're fired up. And I'm glad we took two weeks off and we only got a few minutes to talk about it. We can just jump to Survivor Series, the main event. The rest of the card was good. Nothing great. Good matches. Um, Predictable. Well, let's start off with the good stuff first. Let's start uh, with the good stuff first. The AJ Styles-Brock Lesnar match. Is what I expected it should be. AJ gets thrown around. Brock runs the first half of the match. AJ gets the back half of the match. Brock eventually wins. Um, Shield, New Day. Awesome. Kicked off the, the whole card, which was a kind of surprise, but it was still a good match. That was a that. WrestleMania-level event yeah. between New Day and Shield that kicked off the card. Got, got the crowd into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte Alexa, I thought, was a good match. Charlotte basically... Not, I won't say carried, but led Alexa along to make this a good match. Shield, I'm not sorry, but uh, the bar, the Usos, that was a good match. Basically, we got all the way up to the main event, and I said it to you after we, uh, after the pay per view was over outside, we were smoking a cigarette. I was like, that main event Bill, was Bill like, doesn't smoke. Yeah, he does. My wife doesn't listen. listen. Yeah. She's not listening. <laughs> that main event was like having getting socks on Christmas. It was absolutely <laughs> the biggest. Let down of the whole show and the and whole why show was, was it? because it was it, it literally and you saw it Triple H Vince they hijacked the main event to where they positioned guys guys that the, either a they like or b they related to now these are the guys you got to focus on you know John Cena God bless him he they brought him back but he doesn't wear a, a, a SmackDown shirt Triple uh, he, H is running John was, Cena really phoned it in. <laughs> he really did. Triple H is wearing his own shirt. Yeah. Shane is wearing his own shirt. Yeah. Guys that got eliminated first, Nakamura. So basically now you're telling me Nakamura ain't shit. Bobby Roode ain't shit. We left Finn Balor around just to make sure he got eliminated by uh he like to make it even worse. He helped eliminate John Cena instead of eliminate John Cena himself. What my biggest takeaway from the main event was we have these established veterans and these are the guys we like versus the guys we don't like the guys that got eliminated early we don't like other guys we do like go ahead two beer yeah especially with the Cena thing I feel like he was probably contractually obligated to be there but he they were just playing it safe uh, and it was ultimately boring even the I think I think it was more of a break glass in case of emergency we need that we need one more guy to sell this pay-per-view sure and that's exactly right and just the whole the whole thing was convoluted, and at the end it was supposed to be interesting, but I was just annoyed. Cricket. It was and cricket. It was just absolutely boring. Uh, I just didn't give a shit about it. The pay per view in general, we leading up to the last podcast that we did, we were super excited about Survivor Series. For sure, we couldn't wait. We were talking about how hey, this is actually one where Takeover has no possibility of outdoing the main roster, and lo and behold. Takeover does Take it again. Takeover fucking does Take it again. Takeover killed it. Takeover fucking killed what, it. It wasn't even close. Nope. was not even close. Like, no, I'll, I'll take that back. It was close in my mind just because we had quality matches. The main event takes away from that's what Survivor it is. Series. And that's what you're looking forward to. You're looking forward to the main event. AJ Brock was awesome. Yep. Best Brock match I've seen in a long time. Yep. I, I mean, sure. him and Joe were it was great, 15 but they minutes, didn't give him enough is, time. It was 15 minutes, which in and of itself is a... It's, it's a triumph yeah. for a Brock match. Yeah. The main event was 33 I, minutes. I usually come about you, two you, minutes in. 
the main event was 33 minutes and you got over the guys that don't need to get over. You didn't get over Finn Bauer. You didn't get over Nakamura. You didn't get over Bobby Roode. You didn't get over Samoa Joe. Half of the half of this match was basically dedicated that should have been dedicated to guys that you should have got over. Uh just going back to go ahead, go ahead, finish. Well, go ahead. just so just so uh we're not bogged down by yeah. all the negativity, I'll I'll play devil's advocate on the Survivor Series main event, which I understand going in like before I start saying this. I was also disappointed watching it. I was sitting next to you, JCB. <laughs> I was also disappointed watching it. Nowhere as disappointed as I, but that's just me. No, Nowhere near as disappointed as you. That's correct. I was having a good time with my friends enjoying the sport of professional <laughs> wrestling. Uh, but I'll, I'll say this. I, I think that the devil's advocate is it, it put Braun over. He didn't need to get over. I agree, but he is the younger guy. He wasn't the old. He, there, didn't need to get I, over. I, 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 let, can I play devil's advocate yeah, for a I'm, second? Yeah, but jump, we'll jump there in. was four guys left in the ring at the end, right? Right. It was Angle, Hunter, Braun, and Shane. Uh, Triple H playing the pedigree on Shane is, even though I'm playing devil's advocate, inexcusable. It's not cool. It's garbage. You can tell their story and still get guys over. I understand that. You get Braun over. Really, the best part of the main event was it. They had all these matchups throughout the main event where it was like, I've never even thought of these two guys being in the ring together. Like I wrote it, had, it down. It I wrote had, it down. It started out RKO pretty fun. Joe, Nakamura. RKO Bauer, Bauer, Nakamura, Triple H, Nakamura, Triple, Triple H, H, Nakamura, Bobby Roode. Where they traded spine busters. Right. Triple H and Bobby Roode trading spine busters was fun. Because right when, right when in, they got in the ring together, a uh, friend of the show, Dave Scarmana, mm. who we were sitting in the room with, goes, who's got the better spine buster, Triple H or Rude? And I was like, yeah, you're right. And then they, they traded, traded spine, spine busters. busters. It's That's all, devil's advocate. It's but all right you're there. right. It was, a, it, was a, it was a terrible ending. Yeah, the where, convoluted nature ruined the goodness of the match. Yeah, the, the McMahon-Helmsley, whatever you want to call it. Faction. The McMahon-Helmsley faction. Took it over just like we knew they were going to do right before WrestleMania season to make it all about the part-timers instead of about the guys that they need to get over. And I don't think they're, at this point, I don't think they're ever going to stop going back to the Attitude Era guys until they're dead. I mean, they're really not going to. They're Um, never going to do it. It's uh, all, I, I guarantee you, all four WrestleMania, all four WrestleMania main events, which there are four for the last five or six years. Yeah. No, I'm talking about at WrestleMania, the top four matches, I guarantee you will all feature a part-timer. Coming up? Coming up. I can see that outside of AJ Nakamura. If, if that it, happens. If that if happens, that happens, which happens, it should. Yeah, but I'm, I don't think it's going to happen. It could be It could be AJ versus I'm, Michaels. I'm still, I'm still I really saying, don't know. I'm sticking to gender scene Michaels? on that. Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels, yeah, which is what they were talking which is they were talking about last year. They were talking about AJ yeah, versus Michaels. I don't think it's going to happen, even though that's my dream match. But outside of the negativity about Survivor Series, before we move on, I know we got to move on. Yeah, we Takeover was fucking fantastic. Yeah, good call. Uh, War Games was pretty good. Uh, the War Games match was pretty good. It, it was actually, a spot fest, it, and spot fests are okay. Yeah, it exceeded my expectations, but the main thing I, d- I just want to highlight is uh, Velveteen Dream. Yes, and, yes, yes, uh, sir. Yes, sir. That got both guys over. J-Bell and I just watched it. 
Um, it's it was so fucking His, great. Velveteen's Dreams tights. When I first saw it, I thought Rick Rude right away, and then he kind of went into a Rick Rude kind of like Hivel Swip at, yeah. uh, at the top of the. Uh, I love them Hivel uh, Swips. The, the, uh, <laughs> the turbuckle, whatever. And Bill pointed out, you know, he kind of you know held his hip or whatever to sell it. A lot of this was, yeah, was ring psychology yeah. and things yeah. that they did in the past, and they brought it to. This match and the match itself was good. Man, Patrick Clark's a young guy, and he fucking he was born in August of '95, 22, yeah. baby. He's fucking great. Like he's Tyler in that realm fully realized. with Tyler Bate and fucking uh, Pete, Pete Dunn. Like those guys, those are our future. That yep. that's the future. That's the future. Patrick Clark is fully realized at 22, and so yeah. is Pete Dunn at 22 yeah. and 23. They own their gimmicks, yeah. and they're great. Oh, man, great I just I, I question whether or not the Velveteen Dreams gimmick can get over on the main roster. Because main roster is different if, if than Vince full sale. If Vince is sale. alive, no. Uh, but Patrick Clark, as a 22-year-old dude that just turned 22, to have a match like that is... If Vince is alive, it, this would never happen. Well, let's kill him. <laughs> Road trip to Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, NXT ruled. Um, there was one more thing I was going to say, but we're going to have to let go because we need to keep it going to our two count. <laughs> Zach, what's a two count? Two count is going to be, you know, how I'm a big fan of Grand Slam champions. I know. That's kind of my thing, you know. <laughs> that is your thing. Like, Bill is the king wait, of wait, the wait, wait, wait. Does, does he have his, uh, do you have your poison close to you? I know you say you're going to poison yourself. We I talked did about put it. on Twitter that where that, uh, that Croatian war criminal drank poison on live TV the other yeah, day. Yeah, I saw that. That? that. shit was crazy. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. nuts. And I, that's how I feel when you guys, when he said, I'm not a war criminal, and he drank poison. I deny that, these allegations. That's <laughs> <what> I, <laughs> and I'm going to take the that's, poison. That's, how, that's how I feel when you guys say that I'm a big fan of triple threats. It's like, I deny these allegations. <laughs> I'm not a lover of triple threats. Drink <laughs> As the poison. I die. <laughs> <laughs> I liked after that guy took the poison, though, he had to tell everybody in the room, he goes, I, I just drank poison. Yeah. And no, like, I pull the curtain. It's anything. like, okay, war criminal, we'll just watch you die. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> there was no immediate action at that point. Go ahead. All right. Go anyway, ahead. Yeah, so I'm a fan of Grand Slam champions. I think Roman Reigns deserves it. I'm not a Roman Reigns hater. Uh, he puts on a lot of work for this company. And, uh, you know, give him the Intercontinental Championship, especially if Miz is going to film and he's going to be off car- you know, off TV for a while. I think Roman Reigns is an excellent transitional champion. I don't think he should hold it for a long time, but it's like the perfect opportunity for somebody like, say, Elias Samson, or as they just call him now, Elias, or Samoa Joe, it's much more reasonable for Roman Reigns to take it off Miz, and then somebody like Joe to take it off from Roman Reigns, uh, and then run with an icy, a great icy reign. So um, that's the two count. We're looking at a Roman Reigns Intercontinental Championship run right now. And And a Roman Reigns Joe Feud. And a Roman Reigns Joe Feud. So do you put on good matches? Do you think that the IC belt is beneath Roman Reigns? I don't, uh, because Miz has propped it up to the point where it is a a legitimate belt. And I personally, the IC belt's my favorite belt in the company. Uh, All of my favorite guys have always held it. Shawn Michaels started as an IC champion. Bret Hart started as an IC champion. Uh, Mr. Perfect owned the IC champion. All my favorite guys in the world have always held the IC champion. It'd be hard to name an all-timer that didn't hold it at some time. But my point is, is that it's always been a stepping stone for a guy on his way, or it should have always been, 
traditionally, it's always a stepping stone for a guy on his way to the main event. Sure. Whereas Roman Reigns, I mean, he grabbed the IC belt, and this is less than two months since Cena told him that he took the U.S. belt as a demotion. Right. And he did act like that. He he absolutely did. And I think... He's not acting like that with the IC, No, though. he's not. He's, act, he's making it a big deal. And I think the U.S. belt is a demotion, but I don't feel that way about the, the IC belt. It's the same thing. It's nah, not, though. It's not the same it's thing. Not. It's the same thing. JCB, okay, what okay. do you think? Thank you. It's the same thing because, first and foremost, it's mid-card championships. Whether you want to get into lineage and history and all that other nonsense... Right, this, okay, okay. Yeah. It's mid card championships. To answer the question initially, I think T would disagree with you. Well, he humble bragged and he's like, only sixteen guys, guys have held this. I'm one of them. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, he's a Grand Slam champion. He wants to brag about. It. I was like, damn, is he only Grand sixteen Slam guys like, have had the Grand Slam? Yeah. yeah, fuck. Yeah. So if we had more time, I'd yeah, try to can, guess them all. No. Um, number one, I get it. Miz is going away, so somebody has to be the champion. But name the the guys that you just named, Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, all guys that needed a chance to do it, and they gave him that chance to do it. Roman Reigns is champion because it just fills out his resume. It's nothing more than that. Uh, No, I disagree with that. Well, then give me 30 seconds. You can jump in. It's for me. It's nothing more than to build the resume. I will agree that the person that beats Roman Reigns, hopefully, cross fingers, is Samoa Joe. That guy gets that Roman Reigns rub, and then he takes that and runs with it. Hopefully, to a WrestleMania big time match. Whoever the whoever it is comes from that point. Okay. The problem, like I said, the, my biggest problem with that is. To me, this is just, okay, here's Roman Reigns' check mark on the way to winning the Universal title versus doing what you should have did the night before and have guys go over that you need to get over and you don't do it. Sticking with established stars versus building a roster. But I I agree with you, but at the same time, I think going over Roman Reigns is a bigger deal than going over Miz. I'm not going to disagree with that, but look how look how you, you do yeah, Miz. You look how you do Miz. If you book Miz the same way you book Roman Reigns, then it's a big deal. He's a chicken shit heel. Okay, that's uh, fine. The, I don't think that it was there to fill out his resume. I think that it was actually a, a, as a matter of course. They don't have a they don't have a major champion on TV. Miz is going to shoot the Marine Six. There's six of those. You guys want to have a party? Is that a night? real thing? Yeah. You guys want to watch all six one night? Lockdown. We're going to go, go to. Actually, we can go to my house. Fuck it. Lock it down. Yeah. Twelve we'll hours. Some, we'll get Man, some. Ecstasy. Some of my favorite yeah. haven't even gotten six <laughs> fucking sequels. <laughs> so I think that the Miz was going away, and Brock's not on TV. Too much to two beers dismay, and they yeah. need they need they need a champion on television. That's not adult. a good excuse. That's not, to me that that's an indictment on what you do creatively. You you got guys. That oh yeah, no, no. I, I, okay, I, I won't disagree with that. That's an indictment on you having your belt holder as being like I said a couple weeks ago. Yep. All roads lead to Roman. Yep. The only reason that they're keeping the belt on Brock Lesnar is that Roman can take it off him right. at WrestleMania. The only reason that they put the IC belt on Roman is so that Roman can carry the show with a major belt holder Agreed. on the show at all time. Because Agreed. there's what. 
10 weeks until the Royal Rumble? And yeah, they the don't people have a pay-per-view in between And there's no raw pay-per-view right. in between that, so they he have did, a lot of TV to film. He mm-hmm. did get a good pop. People did love it. Yeah, they were back to it this last week, though. Yeah, when, he won say, it, when he won it, he got a good pop. Yeah, yeah because now, you, just, you witness history. Now, when he wrestled Elias, which was a good-ass match, it was It was a really good match. Yeah. Props to Elias, both guys. Elias carries himself like a star. I That's what I'm saying. I would have preferred Elias taking it that week. That would have been fucking phenomenal. Roman Reigns doesn't need the IC belt. I know, you can but give it to him want, five years from now, it'll be fine. They want a champion with the belt on him to carry the show. Build a mid-card. And because, I agree, build the mid-card. But I'm telling you that they're retconning the thing because they've given Brock Lesnar too much money. They've put too much into having Roman fight Brock at WrestleMania. So now they put the IC belt on Brock. Roman. Three counts! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> All right, so the three count is we, we had an invasion uh, in, in our off week. See, guys, you think that nothing happens in wrestling. We miss one week and we miss all this stuff. Two invasions at once. Uh, we had an invasion of three women into the women's division. We had Paige's return. From her Alberto Del Rio, uh, Jesus Christ, codependency. Uh, yeah, code- oh, great yeah. call. It was sad. Nobody. I mean, I don't think anybody that watched. Okay, so Paige. For yeah, those of you stay, that don't know, Paige is a very young, talented woman's wrestler from uh, England. England, yeah. Let's just and she got she got cut up with a much older wrestler, Alberto Del Rio, and it was not a very good relationship from what we could tell. He got arrested a couple times. Not necessarily for hitting her, I don't think, but he got in fights and bars all the time. Said, it's a, it's, it was a bunch of he said, she said bullshit, so, you know, she, figure it out. She also has uh, a sex tape that got released with <laughs> which two, <laughs> which is great, with two. Have you seen it? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's Solo, and then there's uh, Xavier Woods, and there's I, just nice, a lot of. It was okay. Brad Max and Xavier Woods and her. I mean, I watched I it. I apologize to Paige if that's offensive, but no, it's I watched it. Wait, it's out great. there. I watched she's, it for research for the beautiful. podcast. I just watched it. I love her. But anyway, she came on behind. She came back, and um, she with her came two NXT chicks that are don't look ready for the main roster. I don't even know their main. No, SmackDown Mandy, got Mandy the better Rose. invasion. Yeah, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and then on SmackDown the next night they had three chicks invade their women's division too, and it was Ruby Riot and tell me the other ones' names: Liv, Liv Morgan, Morgan and, and, and Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan, and I didn't think Ruby Riot could be any better, but they added a T to her name, so now it's Ruby Riot. <laughs> okay, oh, I thought whatever. you were going to say it's Truby Riot. No, they added a T. <laughs> oh, at the end. I just maybe like every week they'll just keep adding a T until it gets obnoxious. <laughs> no, man, so, you, you can't have Ruby Riot run out here with her own name. We got to put that second T on. That's where the money so is. The question is: the question is, they had invasions of two trios yeah. on the women's side on Raw and SmackDown the same week and apparently those aren't related at all and we're supposed to act like that's not strange and they don't even bring them up hardly it's fucking lazy writing even though I love people getting brought up and I especially love these girls getting you can't brought bring up bring them up if they're not ready though I think Ruby Riot's ready I think yes. Liv Morgan's ready I think Sarah Logan's ready I'm a big Sarah Logan fan the raw ones, I'm not so sure about. Well, Paige obviously Paige is, is, is fine. Paige but is fine. It, here's the thing: is the same formula. You got a goth, pale girl, right, in between like right. two other girls. Right. It's the same formula. It's lazy fucking one, writing. It's one a goth, blind. it's a goth, pale girl with one brunette and one 
Kelly Kelly slash yeah. uh, Tori Wilson yeah. type girl yeah. on the other side. One why, is not, really high. why not have Paige with two platinum blonde chicks? Now all or of a sudden, Paige by herself. Oh well, that's an idea no, too. No, but if no, you're gonna do an no. invasion, if you're gonna do an invasion, why why not? Why would you have them look so identical? Exactly. On same, Raw and SmackDown. Same look, same storyline, same whole shebang. It's lazy. You know what I'm saying? It is lazy writing. It's absurd. We said I st- well, we said this podcast-wise after the May Young Classic, that at some point we needed to start bringing these chicks up. Sorry, ladies, for lack of a better term, because I know it's like four or five of you listen. But we need to bring these, these ladies constitutionally up. protected people. <laughs> <laughs> I think chicks is fine, right? <laughs> they just brought up the, in, in most people's opinion, they brought up the wrong ones. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce were the ones that you yeah. were thinking they were going to yeah. bring up. They got to carry NXT though. Yeah, and and that's why I was saying the other night. At some point. You got now. You have all of these uh, May Young ladies coming in. You need a veteran presence at the top. That's where B- Billy Kane and Payne Royce are going to be, and that's fine. That makes it all the stranger, though. I'm just surprised no. about the Raw ones. The SmackDown ones make sense to me. The Raw ones are a little weird. Uh, Why? I mean, they're basically the same thing. Not really. I mean, I I just feel like they. I just feel like the the SmackDown ladies, uh, Liv Morgan and and Sarah Logan, are more talented than Sonya Deville and and Mandy. Bros. I had six and one and half dozen. Okay. The the point is, does Zach or not the Zach? <laughs> does <laughs> Vince roll the other night? Shut the do you fuck think, up. Do you think that Vince uh, thinks that Raw people don't watch SmackDown? SmackDown fans don't watch Raw. I don't think I don't he gives know. two rats asses. So what's the point of having identical angles that have nothing to do with each other on two different you shows? Can have, you can it's have the, the same g- groups. If if I'm Vince in his egotistical way, you can have the same groups, but you you, you can do it two different ways. I've never seen anything like it though. Here's it's, the only way bad. to sell. Here's the only way to salvage the wrong one. They're called Absolution, right? Yeah. Have baby. Tony Nice join because he thinks they're called like Absolution, <laughs> and he thinks that he can like add an extra. Ab. <laughs> <laughs> What's his, it's his ninth Ab? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Come on. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, see, you know better. That's good. You know better. Go Man, ahead. Absolution also means forgiveness. What kind of name is that for a fucking. What kind of name is that? What kind of name is that for a stable? You you need absolution. Not only only that, we've had revolution. We have evolution. Now we have absolution. absolution. I didn't even trip off of that until you said that. That's fucked up. It's such a dumb name. Lazy booking. Move along. It really is. Uh, And that's gonna do it for our freak out. Hey guys, you know what I did Sunday? I wanted to eat somewhere. Talk to me. So I went down to uh, JJ Twigs. And, nice. uh, the Dude, wife, I was hung over. You should have texted me. I would have drunkenly came. Well, I shouldn't say that out loud. You should have. Uh, I would have drunkenly, drunkenly got the Uber. The wife and I sat there, had a couple cocktails. She got a pizza. She goes, uh, what pizza do you want to split with me? I said, you know what? I'm going to try a burger from here. Shut up. Yeah. How and was I got it? the JJ Twigs burger. It was oh, delicious, nice. man. Was Medium rare, big thick, grilled onions, mm. uh, jalapenos, bacon. It was Ooh, Fire! Great. It was so good. I've only ever gotten the pizza. Then. Yeah. I'm, I'm endeared. Oh, now. they also have these hot honey wings that we got. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's bad. Hot honey wings. Uh, so I encourage everybody to go to JJ Twigs 
on Hampton. If you're in the St. Louis area, man, it is a great place. Um, you know, they have a patio for when it's nice outside. It was nice outside on Sunday. It was nice. Uh, when it's not not nice out, they have a cool bar. They have a bunch of high tops. Great Bring craft beer list. They got Forehand Citywide. They got Urban Chestnut. They underdog. do. Yeah, and they have a they have a, a beer that's made specifically uh, for the blues. I forget what it's called, but they have all these great beers, great craft beers. Uh, they pour them strong, guys. Also, if you guys are into that Take type of thing, Uber. yeah. Uh, so JJ Twigs on Hampton, and if you follow us on Friends of BFR on Facebook, please hit us up at Friends of BFR. I don't, I don't know if people are trying to get in there and they can't. I think I have it open. Uh, if well, I was gonna say if you don't go, let's now go through the whole social media thing so that way banned ban from Ringside Podcast. Check Friends of BFR. Check both Facebook BFR Pod on Twitter. Check BFR JCB. Check. BFR Zach Check. with an H. BFR Bill. Check. Uh, BFR if you want to go to Instagram. Pod on Instagram? Yes, sir. Check. Do you do anything over there? I do every now and then. Mostly I, when we're at Glory Pro shows. And we have, I usually do a, a t-shirt of every, do, a picture of every t-shirt I wake every week. And there's some bathtub photos of JCB. And we also have uh, a couple more JD Twigs uh, gift, gift cards to give out. So please follow us anywhere there. We're always doing uh, giveaways. So This is banned from ringside. All right, guys, we got some more stuff to talk about. Uh, let's talk about the main event situation on Raw where Jason Jordan was supposed to fight Kane. Uh, Kane, Jason Jordan, does it look like Jason Jordan is actually faking injuries to get <laughs> out of matches? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's that exactly what it is. We're on our way to a Jason Jordan heel turn, right? It's the, it's the chicken shit Jason Jordan heel turn. Uh, I'll just say it real quick and I'll pass it along. It. We're now at the point where I'm, I'm taking what I saw Sunday and I'm moving that forward. Finn is there to be handed over to Kane to be handed over to Braun Strowman. Same thing with Jason Jordan. Unfortunately for the Finn Bauer fans, Jason Jordan actually has a plan in mind for Vince where I think Finn Bauer at this point has basically been shown that he he's not going to be anything more than something to get the crowd hyped up. You know, here's the demon every now and then, but ultimately I don't think he'll ever be anything more than a mid-card champion from this point on. Zach. Yeah, when it comes to Jason Jordan, he's got a lame-ass intro. His music fucking sucks. His writing is sucked. Um, He can fucking go in the ring, and that's the most annoying thing about this whole thing. And he is getting turned into a chicken shit heel, and I don't think he deserves that. Maybe he can run with it, and maybe he can turn it into something. Because, you know, you got to play the card that you're dealt. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, I think, you know, he's... Getting a disservice. At first, I thought Chad Gable was getting the disservice, even though he's being paired with a veteran. Nope. But it's turned around. Like, I thought Jason Jordan is getting the big push because he's getting a singles run. He's Kurt Angle's son. You know, however ridiculous that sounds. But it's now, it's now this Jason Jordan thing has like gotten to the point where, like, I don't give a fuck when I see Jason Jordan on TV, and I just can't wait to see Chad Gable, like, in a tag team match with Shelton Benjamin. It's just For weird. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry for that, but that's just like, I hope he can turn it around. This is just like the most popular guy in town is always the backup quarterback. Yep. Uh, Jason Jordan's fine. I like Jason Jordan. I'm into Jason Jordan. In the ring, he's fine. I think that his heel turn is going to be huge. I think we're looking at a Jason Jordan 
uh, Kurt Angle match somewhere down the line. It's got it, it's got to happen, and that would be really fun. Hang on, while, while I'm thinking about it, do, do you have the uh, the updated scores from the last week's pay per view? I do. What do we got? <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, Jason has now. If you remember, um, you got five extra points for picking a survivor. Yeah. So as of right now, Jason has seventy nine points. That's right, baby. Two beer has seventy seven points. God damn you! Woo. <laughs> Next in line <laughs> is Engineer Sam <laughs> with fifty four points. What is Sam? Oh and, my god! No, it's Sam. And, what the fuck? And Rich, Sam and Rich. Oh god! And in last place, bring it up the rear. We have. Bill Vague. How many points yeah. you got, Doc? 47. Oh, God. When he's like, Soul Survivor Nakamura. <laughs> Man, that's all I can do, though. That's all I can do to try to make up points, guys. <laughs> so, Move along to the next uh, one. Oh, that's great. Royal Rumble uh, winner, whoever picks the Royal Rumble winner. Are we doing 30, 30 at this points? point? Gets 100 points. <laughs> no, we're doing 30. We're doing 30. I'm taking Boogeyman. <laughs> and everybody's taking Roman Reigns. <laughs> he's not going to be in it. I'm just joking. Uh, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I thought the main event was, uh, I like Jason Jordan. I thought it was stupid how they had Jason Jordan fight Kane, and then Finn came out to make the save, and then Finn got his ass beat, and then... Uh, Braun came out pushing the wrong and guys, and then the last five minutes of Raw was Kane holding his throat. It was awful. Now I'll tell you a story. One time, I used to know a guy that worked for WWE. He used to get me tickets. He was the replay of. I do official. remember that. I'm not gonna say his name. Nope. He was a great guy. Got me a lot of great tickets for a lot of years. Extreme Rules. Yeah, he used to tell me stories because he used to bring in guys to the bar that I worked at, guys that worked behind the scenes, and if a guy pissed Vince off, Vince would put them in skits, either backstage or in the ring. In one famous scenario, there was a guy who was of uh, Hispanic heritage who was in the Great Khali uh, skit one time where he had to take a choke slam from Great Khali. And I was like, why would Vince do that to a guy that works backstage and I remember the guy, these three guys that were sitting at the bar looked at me and they said, when you're a billionaire, you have to find different ways to entertain Dang yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah. And like, that was, that was really telling to me. Yeah. So that makes sense. The booking of Finn Balor to me could be Vince saying, cause I know that there was some sort of poll that came out on WWE.com. Who 40, do you want? 40%. Who, who do you want Brock Lesnar's uh, next opponent to be for the title? And, overwhelmingly, or not overwhelmingly, but out of five guys or whatever, Finn Balor got 40%. And Vince said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to have him drop out the king. Because Vince doesn't care. Thank you. Guys, he doesn't care. Goes back to my initial point. Vince knows what he wants to do, and Survivor Series will always be, from this point on, what I look at and how I look at WWE differently. Because it just basically showed you who he likes, who he doesn't like, who's going to get pushes, and who's not going to get pushes. This is bad. If I was a billionaire, I'd probably just end up on the news because I'd just have like, uh, I'd be like Matt Lauer and just have like fucking Finn Balor have sex with Alexa Bliss every You'd be day. waiting for the dude to say that shit for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> not is, right here. Is Daniel Bryan turning heel? Yes. 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 He is. You I think, think so. It looks like he's turning heel. Why do you guys think that? Well, because or, or he I'm said just he's like, to... well, you can't have Shane turn heel. Why no, can't you? Because Shane was, because Kevin Owens headbutted his dad. 
because Sammy but he, turned but on Shane, him. But uh, Shane had the invasion. He led the invasion. He went he went rogue on the Raw roster. I can see that, but I understand. The main I reason I think that Daniel Bryan will turn heel is because before he said hell no to Sammy and KO, he said, hey, you're not the only guys around here trying to keep jobs. Right. And so I feel like that's like a lead-in to a heel turn. And it's so funny because he said, hey, Shane, if you're looking for a yes man, right. you are you know, sadly mistaken. When really his whole fucking chant <laughs> is, is yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but I can see him turning heel, and it, it, sounds, it sounds fun because I don't think he'll be any less over. Daniel Bryan is one of the most over people in the history of wrestling. He he's will the not- most over guy in the last two years, and he's, it, it's still the most over guy yeah. in the roster. He doesn't do right anything, now. and he still gets chance. Yeah, more so. over than Roman Reigns, more over than John Cena, more over than anybody else on this roster is Daniel Bryan. He cuts a good promo. I I'm mean, not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying, you know, for a guy that hasn't wrestled in at least a calendar year, I mean, damn, how is he the most over guy on the roster? But when they showed that, I think it was on SmackDown, they showed like... Or maybe it was on Raw, like Raw 25, and they were showing past moments, and they showed when Daniel Bryan had all those people walk into the yeah, ring with yes, yeah, yeah, yes yeah, shirts yeah. on. It was I, a I remember, night. I remember. That's I remember, a huge moment. No, I remember that. I remember thinking how lame it was when it happened. What? Dude, it sucked. Whatever. Nobody was into that. You weren't into it either. I was into it because literally now you have the guy that you've been trying to push away for a long time. This is what you should have did with Dolph Ziggler. When Dolph Ziggler came here and won Survivor Series that booted off the uh, authority, you should have gave Dolph Ziggler that push. Who, me? Didn't. I should have given the push. You, you know should have done it. Yeah, yeah, Bill. You should have. Go tell Vince that you, yeah. knew, you Speaking need to push of which, Dolph Ziggler more. So. That's a nice Asshole. segue into something I wanted to mention, which was <laughs> we saw <laughs> Woo! Bobby wearing the shirt. It, it, it's fitting though because it's, I'm talking about Bobby Roode is like yeah, the modern day incarnation uh, of Ric Flair. So Bobby Roode has had his initial feud with Dolph Ziggler. Who's he facing next? Baron Corbin. How'd that work out for Nakamura? We're right. going to see. It's the right. same fucking progression. Right. There you right. go. You going to tell me that Bobby Roode at 40 years old should be losing the, the fucking Baron Corbin? Come on, man. Yeah. No. That's probably going to happen. It's probably going to it's, it's going to happen. The only reason I'm pissed about Nakamura is Where's he go? They, they call him the artist. Like he's over. Like he has not lost many matches, which is great. But Bobby Roode going that same route and being a face and losing Dude. to fucking Baron Corbin is going to be the worst. Here's the problem with that. They showed you that shit on, at Survivor Series. Vince doesn't know what to do with Nakamura. And I remember I said this months ago. You can't fuck this up. Well, Vince fucked this up. Yeah. Bobby Roode, same way. You can't fuck this up. Guess what? Vince fucked it up. All right, let me ask you this. And think talking about things being too late. Broken Matt Harding. It looks like we. It looks like we're starting yeah. on a broken Matt Hardy. It's going to happen. They ended well, the lawsuit. They said that they it's, are. It's going to happen to it. now. The happen. question is: It's too late. Is it too late? If I have to put money on this creative staff to do something in the reasonable facsimile thereof of what they were doing in TNA slash Impact Wrestling, I'm going to say they're going to fuck this up. Well, and Brother Nero's a hell of a sentence. Brother Nero's deleted. You're welcome. He's deleted. He's injured. Right. And, and so if you did it right, you can bring Jeff back. 
and make this a big fucking deal. This could be a WrestleMania kind of yeah. deal, or, or dare I say, a, a SummerSlam kind of deal. Broken yeah. Matt versus Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, oh, I think they're going to go. Right now, for, they're in stasis. I think they're going to go for Broken Matt versus Bray. Who gives a fuck about Bray Wyatt? Who gives a fuck about the fact that you waited too long? The problem with this is that you had a lawsuit in hand, so Vince doesn't want to do anything where you can't actually make money off of it. Now he's going to make money off of it. You're not going to be broken, Matt Hardy. He's awoken, Matt Hardy. That's the same thing that he did with Ruby Riot. You add this excess, the second extra T, and that's how you make money off of it. This ain't stupid. It's about money first, get paid, and then entertain the masses second. Like, what's he taking money out of his own pocket with Ruby Riot? Like, I mean, like it was NXT. God like, forbid if Ruby Riot decided she wanted to leave before this invasion thing happened, she yeah. can still keep her name. Once Vince figured out that we're going to push the chips in the middle with Ruby Riot and these two other jokers, we got to change your name. Put a second T it's, on it's it. Now I own worst. your name, and now I own you. We're in. We're in the Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson thing. Exactly. We're in the fucking constant. I mean, this is like. I could just money, out. money, money, money. Yeah, it's all capitalism, and I hate it all. All right, so do you want Broken Matt Hardy to fight Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania? The, the, for me, the end game that would be the end game for me because yeah. I mean, neither one have a has a lot of time on this roster. Yeah, let them go out with a bang. Yeah, let them face goes, each other. The end game's and go only four out. months away. Like, do they have time to do that? Four months is well. I mean, it, it, at this point, it would depend on how fast Jeff can re- rehab and get back to the ring. So you I'm brought SummerSlam. So you brought Matt and Jeff back in at WrestleMania last year, and then this WrestleMania, they're just gonna they're gonna fight. Yeah, but you see them breaking up every tag team. In I know, but I, I I'm actually more interested in the Bray Wyatt. Broken Matt. Okay, feud. let's go get Sister Abigail and have a hit. Hell, Sister it Ab- might be a it might get be a feud that Bray Wyatt can win. It could be fun. It might be a feud that Bray Wyatt can so win. So he beats Broken Matt Hardy or Woken Matt Hardy, whatever you want to call him, and then what? I'll tell you what. Uh, the Bray Wyatt uh, promos, are, I, I just can't because take them Because nobody anymore. cares. I, Every, I mean, I, I personally I can't know, take them anymore. I know I'm not going to take the chop from Kurt, and that's fine. But I said no, it well, then, you know, and I'm going to say it now. WrestleMania wins, matches are going to be 10, 10 points apiece. Oh, really? Is that <laughs> what we're doing? <laughs> I, I'm actually still okay with Bray Wyatt. What? I... I I don't. I I just love the character. I think he's done a, Dude, been done a huge disservice. Zach. And whenever he was calling the crowd dead the other day, I think he was just being real because they were dead as fuck. Why? Because it's somebody that they don't have a connection with. Nobody cares about Bray Wyatt. No, okay, you should have did this two years, three years ago when you had Bray Wyatt Undertaker in WrestleMania and you had the chance to do it then and you didn't do it. I don't it. disagree with it. I'm still J-Bell's just a believer. the whole system on trial. You should. I, yeah, I'm still just a believer. I don't disagree with any of that. I think he's just been you, done a you huge disservice. You keep believing in second place. Man, you keep believing in second place. If, if we all talk about Dolph Ziggler like, being like a great entering talent and going somewhere else. I would just love for fucking Bray Wyatt to, if there was still a Southern wrestling yeah. system, he would fucking murder it. Man. Yeah. What could have been with Bray Wyatt, though? It's really yeah. what could have been. That's the saddest thing, and that's why I'm I'm just a believer. Vince Vince has people in slots, and if he doesn't believe in you, or if you he didn't create you, you're slotted, and you're not going to move. Finn Balor, Nakamura, Bobby Roode, Bray Wyatt. 
these guys, Samoa Joe might be in this in this little hierarchy of guys that have a slot, and yeah. you can move up or move down, but you can't get that think, brass ring I that he's he, talking about. I think he's got. I think he's got Samoa Joe in a slot, like right below AJ. Like, come on! No, like stop. I said, like in case of emergency, break glass. Like we can have Samoa Joe run with the belt at some time if injuries happen, if Brock, or if it went Brock if everybody's out shooting movies or whatever, you know. But I think that Samoa Joe's up there. I think Finn Balor. I honestly think he's just fucking with people. I really no. do. Nope. Talk to me when Brock Lesnar leaves. If when if and when Brock Lesnar leaves, then you can we can start talking about Finn Balor. Why would Brock Lesnar ever leave? He's got to work three days a month or three days a he's year. Gotta re-up for for he's got to re up at some point. He's got to re up. He's got to re up. He's got to have enough money. Okay, but at some point he's got to re up. Canada and shoot saber tooth tigers or whatever the fuck he does. Maybe he wants to shoot Sabretooth Tigers. Mojo Raleigh turned on Zack Ryder. Thoughts? I was surprised that Mojo turned on Zack. Me too. I thought Zack was going to turn on Mojo. Uh, it kind of makes sense, though, because, uh, I mean, maybe it just makes sense because it's opposite of what I thought. Um, but Vince, Vince doesn't care about tag teams, ultimately. I mean, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. It's the no. sad thing. Yeah, I, was I don't, think, say I don't it's, think it's going to develop his character. It's going to be like the uh, crime time breakup when they just had, uh, what's his face, Shad beat up JTG G-G, one yeah. time, and then that was the that end was of it. it. I mean, come on. Jinder uh, uh, lost the Singh brothers? Uh, this could be a good thing. Because I think now, they'll be like battered wives. I, I think they'll just come back to them. Man, you go back to that analogy a lot. I hit my Mm-mm. wife Mm-mm. every day. I'm calling the cops. I don't do it. Uh, She'd hit me. Yeah, she, yeah she, you better take your ass home after this podcast. Um, honestly, for me personally, I would love to see gender. If for And this is for all the gender guys out there that, that listen to the show. I get it. You're a gender mark. You got that one follower yeah, on Twitter that he, never shuts the fuck, fuck up. up about he does this not, shit. He's not he's probably indicative not listen, of the entire... But I'm just saying, just in general... He's not general, indicative of the crowd, I'm taking man. a paintbrush and I'm doing the whole damn thing. So just let me do... Give me two minutes let me ramble. If this is what two you're minutes. going to do... Shut up! <laughs> if you this is what you're going to do, then that's Twitter. fine. You could go ahead and have Jinder win the title. For me, this is better, personally, to have him do it solo versus the whole interference nonsense. I don't think that's the way it's going to go. I think eventually, like Two Beers said, they're going to get back together. They're going to collectively beat AJ, and then you move to gender John Cena. Oh, uh, we that had, was less than two minutes. We had Seth Rollins uh, versus Cesaro at the beginning of Raw this week. They gave him about 20 minutes. It was a good match. Let's just say match. it was a good match. It was a good match. I'll just say that it takes a hell of a company to make uh, Claudio Castagnoli Ooh. versus Tyler Back. Ooh. Tyler Black looked like a boring fucking match in 2017. We've because done it before, though. That's if all, you would have told me in 2013 that we'd see Claudio Castagnoli versus Tyler Black, you, you, would, consi- you would consider yourself lucky to see those okay, guys have that, 20 minutes yeah. on Raw. But just make it a singles match. I'm just Cesaro. saying. Maybe, is, we should, maybe we shouldn't act so spoiled because those guys had a great TV match. They, they did. did. I'm not disagreeing but with it's that. Just, we've seen that combination so, so much. many times. No, I agree. And you, know, you know you're getting ready to go back to it and like, a couple of months. Yeah. I'm sorry, the next week they got a title match. Raw needs another tag team. And A-O-P. before we get out before we get out of here, uh without mentioning uh Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens 
beat RKO with some Sami Zayn interference on SmackDown. And he was barred from ringside. Notice that Shane McMahon hesitated to say banned from ringside. Yeah, because he was well, he he slapped with well a cease and desist. <laughs> slapped that motherfucker with a cease and desist. Well, I was also mad about that, but that's right. He listened to the show. He knew that we would sue him for saying banned from ringside. He was fucking scared. Because we have a patent pending. Shark Tank, hit us up. No, just real quick, just going back to Kevin Owens and Sammy for 30 seconds. Uh, the damage that we did in Survivor Series, the main event where Shane beats them down, beats them away from the match itself. Now we kind of made up for it a little bit on Tuesday night. With the two of them, I don't care if it's a, a, a chair or not. They should not allow that kind of riding to happen. You got two of your biggest heels fighting against a part-time guy. So not only did he beat away KO and Sammy, he didn't tap out to Kurt Angle in the ankle lock. No, you're right. Come on. Hey, man, I was playing devil's advocate earlier, but you know I'm 100% with you. Look, I'm just saying. Let's, let's just follow the bouncing ball. It's the McMahons and everybody else. Uh, That's such a great note to end on. Hey, happy birthday, everybody. We got Beth Phoenix. She turned 37 this mm. week. Hall of Famer. Only 37. Ivory, part of my favorite faction of all time. Right to censor. Right to censor is 56. What? RIP British Bulldog David Boy Smith would have been 55 this week. Mm. Uh, Eric Rowan's 36. Summer A. Cut it out. Stop <laughs> what? It. I'm it. the single guy. I can talk shit. 34. Uh, Jerry Lawler and Zeb Coulter, 67. a.k.a. Dutch Mantel. Uh, which one do you think is older? Zeb Coulter. Lawler. True question. Same age. They're both 68. Uh, I was close. 67. JBL's 51. Dana Brooke. Uh, Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. 29. I was going to guess her age. (laughs) Shit. I'm not always that way. Even though Dana Brooke could get it. Shut up. What? I just like making the joke about you being the oversexed black guy, and then you play into it all the time, well, too. sorry. Uh, Christian's 44. Oh, Naomi. get it. Thank you. Naomi. Separated uh, shoulder? Yeah, she's going to be out for a little bit. Th- uh, 32. She's 30. Hey, everybody. Uh, we know there's lots of podcasts to listen to out there, so we appreciate you listening to ours. Uh, I will be on uh, the We Are Live podcast coming go. up this Tuesday, so check it out with Chris Denman right here at Shock Where City Where can they Studios. find that We Are podcast? Uh, they, we can are find podcast. It, they can find it at iTunes check. and uh, all their other podcast providers. There you go. That's the only one I know, really. Uh, maybe a podcast addict. That's my for Shock City Studios. Check for Sam Mall. Check for Chris Denman. Check for Free Play Media. Check for Two Beers. Zach Pullman. Check for Soul Taco. Check for JJ Twigs on Hampton. Check for JCB. Thank I you. Am give me a go, go. Bill Veggie and everybody. Don't be healed. <laughs>